we've been able to make a lot of help documents not only for us, but for the end users as well. And having the ability to actually make those from a ticket has really helped us because we can quickly go, okay, insert this ticket, boom, we have a knowledge item. So we can go, okay, if this issue happens again, especially if it's an issue that's not very common, we yep. can reflect back on that and say, hey, this is how I solved it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of TopCast, your service management podcast. Today, we have another TopDesk customer for you, and we're excited for her to share some thoughts with us. I'd like to welcome Jocelyn from Roots Canada. As the IT coordinator of Roots, she's joining us today to share her experience on how the service desk has evolved over the last year. I'm personally looking forward to hearing all about the trials and tribulations of onboarding a new ITSM tool remotely. Uh, so welcome, Jocelyn. Awesome to have you on. Uh, and I'd like to first start off with with a question. I like to grill my guests as soon as uh, as soon as they jump on here. So here's my hard hitting question for you: What is one fun fact about you? Uh, the one fun fact that kind of gets everybody is I am a huge animal lover, and I own thirteen wonderful animals, varying in sizes and species. Um, okay, so then my follow up <laughs> question to the fun fact question. When we say varying from sizes and species, so what is the smallest you have and what is the largest you have? Uh, so starting with the smallest is our Russian dwarf hamster, Coco. Um, we have two gerbils, Gustav and Carl. Appreciation to my sister-in-law for naming them. Uh, we have seven wonderful female rats. We have two male guinea pigs, Biggie and Ziggy. And we have uh, Mango, our tripod rescue dog. That is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I think every single one of those names is incredible. Like that's thank that's you. Oh, and bad. I didn't even I didn't even name the rats for you, so I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> Ziggy and Biggie was that, was that what you said? Yes. Oh, man, those, <laughs> those are good. I like those a lot. Thank okay. you. Thank I'm, I'm going to reel us back into uh, to our topic at hand here. Otherwise, we would have an entire podcast episode dedicated to your pets. <laughs> <laughs> so to kick us off, I'd just like to learn a little bit more about your experience with TopDesk so far. You know, I think for the sake of context, if you'd be able to walk me through the transition from your previous processes and solutions uh, into the place that you guys are at now, uh, that would probably be a good place for us to start. Yeah, definitely. So uh, right before we implemented TopDesk, we were using another ticketing platform. Um, it was very basic. Users didn't have any end access. It was all through email. Uh, very disorganized, in my opinion. Um, was very hard to keep track of tickets, keep track of who's working on what. Um, and then once TopDesk rolled in, before we even rolled it out to our end users, I was fascinated by it. There are so many different things that you can use it for besides the ticketing aspect, and I think a lot of people forget that. Um, I was excited to introduce asset management to our team because um, being an IT team, we do have a lot of hardware um, that, again, is really hard to keep track of. So that was a huge, huge bonus for us. Um, but yeah, it's everything's much more organized now. Um, we're able to manage our time more efficiently when helping our end users. And I think that's a big bonus for them and not just for us as operators. Yeah, most definitely. And yeah, it's, it's nice to, nice, I guess, to hear sort of the impact that it's had on you guys in, in a positive way for sure. Um, 
I guess sort of backtracking to the beginning of the implementation process, you know, given the fact that you guys were, you know, as a team trying to uh, coordinate the entire implementation of top test virtually, I can imagine there was probably some stretches of, uh, some stretches of time where things got a little bit tricky. Uh, so in your opinion, what were some of the most difficult moments to navigate uh, when you were, when you guys were making that change? A hundred percent was tricky to this day that we still have our kinks that we're working out, but I think the hardest thing for us was, you know, not only being virtual, but we're trying to get, you know, 400 plus end users to be on board with this and mm -hmm. to utilize it. And I think that's still something that we're struggling with because I've always said it, people are afraid of technology, especially when it comes to new things. And we still, we implemented the self-service uh, self portal, but also having that email option for users, I think is kind of stopping them from using the SSP to its full potential. Mm -hmm. um, because like I said, with our previous ticketing system, it was very straightforward. There was like no access for the end users. With TopDesk, we can implement, you know, knowledge items where they can troubleshoot on their own. Um, and I feel like that part of it probably doesn't get used as much as it could because um, we still get basic questions like and the answers are usually have you tried turning it off and on again um <laughs> but Fair it's enough. a work in progress but it's yeah. been good have you guys i guess following up that have you guys tried anything so far um you know to try and encourage people to start using the, the portal at all or uh so when we first launched the ssp to everybody um we were awarding prizes uh, for first users, most use. Um, so that did get people into it a bit, but yep. I feel like just having that email option available kind of makes it quicker for everybody. You know, instead of logging onto the SSP, finding the form that they need, they just kind of go the easy route and submit the email or they'll mm -hmm. come to us directly. Yeah, fair enough. So like in your view, what's what's the easiest path or, or what's the, the best way to sort of get people more comfortable with using uh, the portal rather than email and, and sort of being in that blend uh, you're in right now? Just encouraging them by explaining, you know, like having these forms limits us from asking you all these follow up questions. Yeah. You know, like the forms are designed to get those details that we need to make this a fast and easy process, not only for them, but for us as well. Right. So, you know, you do have that person once or twice a month where they're like, hey, my phone's not working. Yeah. Well, can you be a little bit more specific? Right. <laughs> and of course, they're submitting an email for it. So I think just, you know, showing them, hey, like we have this form that's specific to your issue. You know, you don't have to email us back and forth for two days to try to narrow down. Oh, your phone was unplugged. Yeah, that's totally fair. So. I guess um, obviously you guys will, will work toward that and work, work toward people, you know, sort of adopting the portal more more so than now. And, and like you say, just encouraging them and showing them the capability is probably the best place to start. So that's that's all good stuff. For sure. um, with any major project, I think it's safe to say that you know people and teams hit bumps along the way, kind of like we've talked about already. Um, but ultimately, you guys have found some success with TopDesk and using TopDesk on a regular basis. So, um, in your view, what are you most proud of? I think designing the SSP, and even though I said, you know, we still have to encourage users to actually use it more than the email function, there's just so much that can be put in there. You know, like um, 
our consultant Ray, God bless him, he's the best. Um, <laughs> you know, said, hey, like you can use this function to uh, post alerts. So if you're having an issue with Outlook, instead of emailing everybody, you can post it on the SSP and notify them, hey, there's this issue going on. Don't submit a ticket. We're aware of it. And I think that was like one of the coolest functions, even though it's so small. It's such a great way to interact with our end users without, you know, spamming their inboxes. Because I know, like, personally, I can't stand when things like that happen, especially if it's an issue that doesn't directly affect me. Um, but I think that was a great find, and that was recent. Even though we've had Top Desk for almost a year now, we're still learning new things as we go. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think, uh, yeah, and just having that ability to 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 configure the tool in whatever way you need it to, and and discovering those new things that that might help, um, yeah, are definitely are definitely helpful in in you guys improving and and making those uh, efficiency efficiency improvements along the way as well. So yeah, all good things there too. Um, you mentioned him already, but that same little birdie, Ray McGuire, our, our top desk consultant and the, and the one who's been working with you guys, he also mentioned to me that there's been quite an improvement, um, you know, within the team making use of the reporting functionality in top desk. So why do you think this has made such an impact? Um, it's something that was a bit of a learning curve for us, just understanding how to create the reports. But once we did understand it again, thank you, Ray. Um, it allows our IT managers to keep track of what's happening, not only within their own teams, but with everybody else. Um, because as big as our company is, our IT department is quite small. Um, so there's a lot of times that we have to step out of our individual roles and support other teams. Yeah. Um, and, you know, having that ability to see, okay, this team is really struggling. You know, if they've got 60 tickets to our 10, here's an opportunity to jump in and support. Mm -hmm. um, and it not only benefits the managers, but users as well, because um, they can see, okay, this is what I have outstanding. This is what I'm working on. And it gives them the ability to keep track of their tasks and the urgency of them so they can prioritize better. And I think all in all, that makes it better for the end users because they're getting that response that they need and they're getting it quickly. And that's yeah. a big thing for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, one of the things you mentioned there too, I guess, so, uh, you know, one team may have 10 tickets, one team may have 60, and, and you guys have to be sort of versatile. Um, I, I guess the, the thing that jumps out in my mind um, from a top desk perspective would sort of be knowledge management as well. So I think we touched on it a little bit earlier too, uh, sharing knowledge articles across different teams and different specialities. Is that something you guys have been able to make use of as well? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we've been able to make a lot of help documents not only for us, but for the end users as well. Mm -hmm. um, and having the ability to actually make those from a ticket has really helped us because we can quickly go, okay, insert this ticket, boom, we have a knowledge item. So we can go, okay, if this issue happens again, especially if it's an issue that's not very common, we yep. can reflect back on that and say, hey, this is how I solved it. You know, that way the other team isn't spending five days trying to figure out the solution. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, having put the initial project behind you or, or the first stages of this behind you, uh, what are some of the key takeaways that you'll carry with you in future projects or future improvements to TopDesk? Um, one of the biggest things that I'm proud of with TopDesk is that I learned a bit of HTML coding um, from working on the action management and event management. Yep. Um, 
And I was terrified at first, but I kind of had to dive in feet first. And even though the water was freezing, I learned and it was exciting. And, you know, I still think it's very hard. I'm not saying it's easy by any means, but um, I think that's something that I'll definitely use going forward. Um, Because it's not something you learn every day and it's not something that everybody can say, hey, that's easy. I know that. Um, So that was that was an exciting piece for me, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. I think, yeah, it's nice that, uh, you know, sorry, it's sort of challenged you to to learn a new skill for sure. And then, and then yeah, obviously now you're now you're capable of making any kind of improvements that uh, that you're after. So that's all good stuff as well. So I think that brings us to the end of our uh, our little chat here. I wanted to first thank you, Jocelyn, for jumping on and and, and uh, joining me for this episode of TalkCast. So I appreciate that. For sure. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, so thanks again uh, to everybody else uh, for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to stay up to date, with all things TopCast, don't forget to sign up to our email updates at page.topdesk.com forward slash TopCast. And as always, stay safe, stay tuned, and most importantly, stay excellent. Make it easier. <laughs> <laughs>